The uh, chairs are in a different format, and we're gonna keep them this way for the month of July, and there's a couple reasons for that. One, I wanted you guys to see each other's faces. We don't often get to look around and say, oh, this person's here, awesome. Oh, this person's new. Maybe I should go greet them, meet them, encourage them. Um, and also, just changing things and doing things a little bit differently prepares you to be adaptable, because we can plan our lives out, we can plan the way we do faith, and then the storms come, or the curveballs hit us in the, in the hip uh, when we're at the plate, and it's, it's good practice to, to say, all right, this is different, but there's a reason for this, and uh, I'm, I appreciate all of you. The reason we're doing this now is because in July we're going to be in a series called Pray Always. And it's not a sermon series because I'm, I'm going to try not to preach the traditional sermon as much. But what I want to do each week, and it's not just me, it's some other people who have agreed to help us with this, is to introduce a different form of prayer each week. And rather than just talking about it and crossing our fingers and hope that you take it home with you, we're going to introduce it and then we're going to practice it together. So this is the first week of that, and I thought, what better place to start than with the Lord Jesus' prayer, the prayer he taught his disciples to pray. In the Gospels, you get the Lord's Prayer twice, and you get it two ways. It's a little bit different, but it's still the same. I want to read both of these accounts for us now, talk about it just a little bit, and then we're going to pray it two different ways together. And my hope is that you will take this home and love the Lord's Prayer and pray it on your own. Molly, go ahead and put up Luke 11 here. One day, Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John taught his disciples to pray. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. That's what he taught them. And you'll notice, go back one slide if you would, please, my dear Molly. Teach us to pray. And Jesus said to them, when you pray, say this. He didn't say pray like this. He didn't pray something to this tune. He said, say this. And then he goes on to give what you might notice is kind of the abbreviated version of the Lord's Prayer. You might have heard that and said, there's a few lines missing in there, aren't there? Well, the other lines that we have come from Matthew. So go to the, go to the Matthew slide now, if you would, please, Molly. This is the other account of Jesus teaching his followers how to pray. This is part of the Sermon on the Mount where he's teaching a number of different things. He's talking about how to pray, and he says, this then is how you should pray. And this may sound familiar because we kind of just heard it. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day, or today, give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And that's what we have. You might be thinking, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever again. That comes from a later manuscript. So some, the King James Bible, I believe, has that in there. Uh, it's not in the New International Version or some of the more modern translations because they said, 
Well, the earliest manuscripts we have don't have that. We think maybe that was added later on. I will say, though, I don't think that makes it any less true. I think to pray, Lord, your kingdom and your all glory be to you, all power be to you, that's expressed in other places in the New Testament. So I don't have a problem with it. But when it comes to what did Jesus teach his disciples? We hear from Luke and it says, this is what you should pray. We listen to Matthew and we hear him saying, and this is how you should pray. That's what I want to do this morning. I want us to pray the words of the Lord's Prayer, specifically, exactly. Pray this and this by itself. And then I also want us to learn how to pray it. Pray it in this way. So the way I want to do this is with a couple different exercises. The first exercise is praying the Lord's Prayer together. Now what often happens when people pray the Lord's Prayer, and maybe you've experienced this here or in other church settings, is we kind of go into robot mode. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'm not knocking the, the recitation of scripture or this prayer. It's a wonderful prayer. Reciting it is a good thing. But it does tend to become something that we just blast through. I think somebody counted one time. They said there are 16 pauses in the Lord's Prayer, the way that congregations pray them together. Our Father, pause. Who art in heaven, pause. Hallowed be your name. Long pause. Your kingdom come, etc. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But when we pray this together, I want us to be thoughtful about what it is we're praying. When we're praying these words, I don't want us to just anticipate what comes next and get ready to say the next thing and then get to that ending and be done with it. We could lose meaning in that. So one way that I want us to try to do this is I put together a little video and there'll be one line from the Lord's Prayer on the screen at a time. When you see the words on the screen, I want you to join me in praying the words out loud. But then there's gonna be about a 20 second pause, a moment for us to reflect on the words that we're praying and say, what does it mean for God's name to be hallowed in my life? I want you to reflect on that. And again, it may seem a little weird because you want to say the next part. I know what comes next and I want to pray it, um, but you, there's going to be a pause. And I put in little bell sounds just in case you're like, why are there church bells chiming in the distance? Well, the bell is just to kind of bring you back <laughs> to the screen and say, there's about to be a change. We're now going to all move on to the next line. I hope it's not a distraction in itself. It's sort of designed to prevent distractions of just blasting through the prayer. So at this time, I would like you to join me in praying the Lord's Prayer, one line at a time, being thoughtful, reflective. What does this mean? What am I expressing to God? Molly, go ahead and uh, click on that video.
ancestors. Maybe something came in, into your mind like, oh, well, I haven't really forgiven this person. Maybe holding on to that a little bit. Or when we say, give us today our daily bread, we might think of the needs that we have that go beyond just bread or food or basic necessities. We might want to say, Lord, give us companionship. Give us answers to questions we don't understand. Uh, there's a lot of different things. And I think that's when thinking about the Lord's Prayer as a framework is helpful. Scott McKnight says that he, Jesus, in giving the disciples the Lord's Prayer, gave them some hooks on which they could hang specific needs and requests. And I like that image. I sort of took that and turned it into boxes. So <laughs> right here in the middle, what I have are five different boxes. And this is, this is just kind of what I came up with. This is by no means gospel. You can adapt this as needed. But when you think about the Lord's Prayer, there are different sections. It begins with us saying, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed's a weird word that we don't use very often outside of, uh, you know, the hallowed halls of Harvard or uh, church <laughs> praying the Lord's Prayer. But it's an expression of praise. So there's a praise container into which we can say, Lord, your name is hallowed. Your name is special. Your name is different than any other name. And also, it's a declaration that your name should be hallowed in my life. I should take my commitment to Christ seriously. I should take my relationship with you seriously. So any expression of praise that you can start a prayer with, that can go in the praise container or hang that on the praise hook. And then we move on to saying, your kingdom come and your will be done. The way that it's done in heaven, I want it to be done on earth. You'll notice in the Lord's Prayer, we start with God and not us, which is weird because if I'm honest, a lot of the times that I pray, I start with what I need. I start with the, the middle section, the give us my daily bread, and I go, Lord, I want to lift up this need before you. I want to lift up this concern that I have. I want to lift up this person. That's good. We should do that. But notice in the Lord's Prayer, we start with praise. Your name is hallowed. And then we go to expressions of submission. Your kingdom come, not mine. Help me not be king of my own life. Your kingdom come and your will be done in this church, in my life, in my circumstances. Sometimes I think about prayer. Sometimes we treat prayer like a vending machine where we go to God and we say, I want J12. <laughs> I want that and I want it to be just the way that I want it. And we ask God for things and the scriptures we're listening to this morning, Jesus goes on to say, God's going to give you the things you need. God is a generous father. He's not going to be withholding. He's not going to be unkind. But sometimes we go, all right, that's what God is for. But this prayer of submission reminds us that God is not a vending machine. Think about this. Let's say you go up to a Coke machine and you're like, man, I really want a Coke. And you push the Coke, you put your money in, you push the Coke button, and instead of a Coke, a Diet Coke comes out. Maybe that's happened to you. Like, I didn't want a Coke, a Diet Coke, I wanted a Coke. So you put your money in again, you're mad that you have to pay twice, and you say, push the Coke button. But what comes out this time is water. That's not what I asked for either. So this, maybe this vending machine is a little bit different. I go up to it, one more try. Put in another dollar, ten dollars, however much it is now. I hit the Coke button, and instead, there's a little readout on the screen that says, do 20 push-ups. <laughs> this is not a push-up machine. I thought this was a Coke machine. 
when we pray to God, your will be done, we can hit the Coke button, but we're essentially hitting the, what do I need, Lord? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How does your will happen in this world, and how can I be a part of it? It is a prayer of submission. Lord, I am yours. Put me to work. Then we move on to, give us today our daily bread, whatever that looks like. Basic necessities, things that are new that we didn't need last week, circumstances that are outside of our control. We're asking for things. We're asking on behalf of people. If I'm honest, this is the box that's most full in my life. And sometimes for myself, but also for other people. I lift up you guys. I pray for, for certain things. I, I want to make sure not to do that before I do this, because this says, I mean, take all this with a grain of salt, Lord. I want what you want. So help me to be in line with your will. But God, this is what I'd love to see happen. This is what I would love to be taken off my plate. This is how I would love to see this person I care about have some relief from their suffering. We ask for things, knowing that God is a good father. Uh, forgive us our debts. This is another one for me that's a little bit on the empty side, if I'm honest, because I don't like to admit that I have some flaws, that I need some work, that I miss the mark in certain ways. Lord, I need your forgiveness. I wasn't the best husband this week. Lord, I did some things I shouldn't have. I'm just, I'm off track. I'm, I'm whatever it is. There's, there's room for confession. God, I seek your forgiveness, and I'm reminded that since I have grace from you, I need to show grace to others. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And then lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. This is also kind of a form of asking. We should ask for this often. But I came up with the, the container of committing. It's a rededication. Lord, I'm tempted in all sorts of different ways throughout my week, but I want you to keep me away from that. I am reminded of my commitment to being a follower of Jesus. So it's a rededication. Not to the ways of evil that cut so deep and not to the temptations that are, take all kinds of different forms. God, I just, I want you to Protect me from that. Deliver me from that. Rescue me, Lord. I am yours. You are mine. We have this covenant relationship. These are the containers of the Lord's Prayer. It's good to pray the Lord's Prayer as it's written. It's good to recite it. If you don't know what else to pray, Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. And give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That's a good prayer to pray. But right now, and maybe you've already started doing this, and that's good, I want you to write down some of your own personal expressions of prayers in these different categories. And I want us to symbolically and literally fill these containers with our prayer requests. I want us to fill this up with our expressions of praise. Lord, you are awesome. That goes in there. Lord, I give you my, my job. I give you the vacation that's coming up. Lord, your will be done in my vacation. Your, Lord, your will be done in the new neighbors that are in my neighborhoods. I'm taking a vacation starting next week, so I'm going to put that one in there. Lord, use me for your purposes, even when I'm off the clock and or inclined to think about myself. Lord, there's so many asks in our life and in our congregation. Just pray for these things. I want you to write down what they are for you. No one else is going to see these, 
But this is just a good exercise in praying, practice praying these different categories. Lord, these are my needs. Confession, this one, I promise. I said I'm not going to look at these, and I'm not going to read these ones. This is between you and God. But if there's something you need to confess, big things, small things, just ways that you want your heart to be changed, for me, it often has to do with having a hard heart toward people. And it's not of Christ. It's something I am working on, but I run out of my own strength. I need the Lord. I need a spirit to, to transform me more into the image of Jesus. But again, no one's going to see these. And then a dedication to the ways of Christ and moving away from the ways of evil. Lord, I mean, you might be a specific thing for you. Lord, lead me away from these relationships. Sort of draw me away from you. Lord, lead me away from these bad habits that I can't seem to shake. So I want you to do that now. On your piece of paper, or you can take these little piece slips of paper that are up here. There are writing utensils. If you don't have your own, we'll pass this around. In fact, Ellie, you're fast. Can you run around and make sure everybody who needs a pencil has a pencil? And Arya, you can help her out if you like. But we're gonna spend the next few moments doing that together. Literally, write down your prayer requests. You can take these orange sheets, they're kind of split into five sections based on the five different part components of prayer. You can write it down and say, boom, here comes my praise. And now I have my expression of submission. I'm going to put that one in there. But I want you to do this. I want you to physically write it. If you're able to physically come up and dunk them in these boxes here, this is us practicing praying uh, the way Jesus said. This is how you should pray, using the framework of the Lord's Prayer to increase our depth of prayer with uh, conversation with God. So Molly's going to play us a couple songs uh, as background music and uh, five or five or six minutes or so. We'll wrap things up. We'll spend some time praying for one another, some of the specific needs that have come in to the congregation over the last week. But for now, hopefully it's clear what you should be doing. Write down these, these different uh, expressions uh, and requests toward God. Ready? Go. Yeah. 